This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1046, Four Grammar Mistakes Students Still Make. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we share grammar errors that are made often by students on IELTS essays. Level up your IELTS writing score by avoiding these common mistakes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, how are you today? Hey! Hey, Aubrey, I'm, I'm good. You know, I heard I you playing like... baseball tonight, so that's fun. <gasps> yes, I'm excited. So, um, baseball season is almost over. Tonight is the last uh, practice, but it's not really a practice because we get to have like a pizza party and then we're going to have a kids versus parents baseball game. That's the best. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so fun. I am we have to do that for soccer too. Out. Kids versus mm-hmm. parents. Whenever yes. like at the end of the season, and so for baseball, of course you should do that. That's the best idea. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. You're gonna strike anyway. out. No way. You've got this. <laughs> I'm not a baseball person, but it's gonna be fun. <laughs> sure. So, guys, I'm gonna strike out at baseball, but you won't strike out on IELTS grammar because we are going to correct four mistakes that we see students make all the time still. So these are very common mistakes. Lots of native speakers do this, guys. But we don't want our listeners to make these mistakes. Exactly, Ray. I see these a lot when correcting essays for IELTS writing, and we hear them also in IELTS speaking. So these are very common. Lots of students make these mistakes. I've been sort of collecting the ones that I see happen often. And we don't want you to have your not only grammar scores, but vocabulary scores can be affected. So these are important ones to watch for. So this will be good today. Yes, awesome. Um, so before we get into these four mistakes, guys, uh, we want to remind you to head over to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Take a free IELTS quiz that we made for you guys and find out your estimated IELTS band score. So that is a great place to start if you are not sure about this whole IELTS thing, how to prepare, what you need to do. Start there, guys. It's totally free and you get some resources as well. So go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Okay, so what is the first mistake, Aubrey? 
Okay, the first one is students often use last when they mean latest or most recent. And you can see why this happens really often, because sometimes last does mean latest or most recent. Like if you say, the last time I went to the movies, it was so entertaining. In that case, that's exactly what it means, right? The most recent time I went to the movies. But the problem is, it doesn't always mean that. It depends on the context. So for example... If a student writes, I turned in my last report and I'm working on the report for next week, you can see they mean to say, I turned in my most recent report. I turned in the latest report, right? It wasn't the last one. They're working on another one. But in this context, that means the final report, the last report. So this can really trip you up. It's a tricky grammar mistake, an easy one to make. So how do we know, like, what is the difference in context? It seems like, guys, we can simplify this for you, give you a rule that will always work. Guys, if you are talking about a recent thing, but it is part of a series and you know there will be more, don't say last right? If there's going to be more, if this is just one part of a series of things, don't say last, say most recent or latest. Like we don't say the latest or we don't say the last news is blah, blah, blah. Like, no, because there's always going to be more news, right? So we say the latest news, which means the most recent, the most up to date. So that's I see this a lot in task yeah. two when students are um, providing research or details. Um, so, yeah. for example, they would say like the last survey conducted by Newsweek reported da 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 da. Right? It's not right. the last survey Newsweek will ever report. So, just like you said, <laughs> don't say last. Say the latest survey or the most recent survey conducted. This is such a great rule. I don't feel like this is something that is directly addressed in a lot of textbooks or grammar courses or whatever. Like, this is a very um, fine-tuned mistake that we see students make, and yet it's very common, guys, right? So this is an important one to write down. Um, Okay. I would say, actually, that's more of a a vocab mistake than a grammar mistake. Don't Mm -hmm. you think? Yeah, that's yeah. it gets a little fine point sometimes. Right? Between, even when I'm grading essays, be like, is this grammar vocab? Think about it a second. Mm, that's a vocab issue. Yeah. yeah, it's very, uh, it's a little tricky. It is tricky. Okay. Um, what is the next mix up? Okay, this is when students will use to when they mean very. Oh my gosh, all the time. You know, this happens all the time. So here's an example. Students might say, it's too difficult to eat healthy, but I'm really trying, right? We can't always use to to mean very, which is confusing because sometimes to does mean very, right? But in this case, you are saying it's extremely difficult to eat healthy. If you're saying it's too difficult, that means it's impossible. You can't do it. So in the context there, if you're saying, I'm really trying, you have to say like, it's extremely difficult. It's incredibly difficult, but it's not too difficult because I'm managing, I'm trying. It's just hard. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. So two guys is like too much. It's a, it, there's a negative idea there, right? Like it's, it's too much. It's over the, the acceptable amount, right? Um, so yeah, I hear a lot of students use this instead of very, instead of so, right? Like mm-hmm. it's so hard. Like it's too hard. If it's too hard, that means like Aubrey said, it's impossible, it's impossible. Right? right? Which that maybe if that's what you mean, sure. Let's say it's too hard. I'm not going to do it. I give up. But if like you're still trying, right? Like IELTS is very hard, you guys, but you can do it. You're not going to say it's too hard because that means you've given up, right? Yeah, that's where I hear it a lot. Someone will say IELTS is too hard. I have to study every night. No, the context is wrong there because if you're saying it's too hard, it's impossible. You can't do it. Why try? No, what you mean is it's extremely difficult. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So we can say extremely, very, so. Um, It is way difficult. That's also fine. Um, But those just mean very, right? And it's it's not good or bad. There's no judgment there. But two, T-O-O, there's some judgment there, right? It's like, this is like a negative thing because it's so, yeah, it's so much. It's too big. I can't handle it. Okay. Yeah, that is so common. Oh my gosh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, the next one, somehow instead of actually or in fact, what do you what do you mean here, Aubrey? What? I hear this yeah. most often with speaking, right? If I'm doing a mock speaking test for someone, they'll say something like, I just wanted to have a conversation with him somehow. And a native would actually say, um, actually, I just wanted to have a conversation with him. Or in fact, I just wanted to have a conversation with him. They don't use somehow this way, right? When we use the word somehow, we are talking about something that is is really difficult, nearly impossible. We'll say like, somehow I'm going to figure this out, right? This is extremely difficult, but somehow I am going to do it, right? Yeah. So to just throw it into conversation, it doesn't always fit. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it has a very specific meaning, this word. Right. Right. And I think students just aren't understanding that meaning. Um, and so they're throwing it in a sentence because it sounds like a great, maybe they think it's a filler or a connector, right? right? But they're not sure exactly what it means. So it does have specific meaning, right? It's like, um, I will find a way. There is a way. <laughs> Right? There's still this connotation of like, maybe it's difficult, right? But it's possible. Like there is a way is what you're saying, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm. somehow I am going to pass IELTS. Like, don't know how yet. But you know what? I think I'll join the Three Keys IELTS success system. And that will there put me go. past that seven I need. Um, yeah, we'll so. hear the expression somehow, some way. Sometimes yeah. it'd be like somehow, some way, I'm going to figure this out, right? So to just throw it, I'll hear it in a sentence like, for example, somehow this is not the correct way to say that. And you can mm, see that how the make meaning, any sense. yeah, it doesn't make any sense because somehow has to be used for something that is really kind of confusing you, giving you a lot of trouble, but somehow you're going to figure it out. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, that's interesting that students would be confusing that with in fact or actually, because those are like entirely different meanings. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Okay, so the last one, guys, any instead of every. Um, so this is a very common quantifier mistake. This is totally uh, in the grammar category. Um, so what's the difference between any and every. How do we use those differently? Yeah. So if you use any, in some cases, it means everyone. Like, for example, if you're saying this exam is difficult and not any person could handle it, that means no one can handle it, right? But what you really mean there is not every person can handle it. So usually any in that case means everyone. And that's where you can see the confusion because that seems like um, that would make sense, right? But instead, you would have to use every. Not every person actually means, you know, some people could. Not every person can't. Yeah. <laughs> it is confusing, right? Because we do often use those negatively, right? Um, right? But any often goes after a verb, like I don't have any, right? Or like, right. I don't see Which means anyone. I have none. Right, exactly. So if you're using any in in that sense, like it has to be any after that verb. We can't use every there, right? So I don't have any. There's um there's not anyone who could do this, perhaps. Um, but every is is it is different, isn't it? So mm -hmm. any in that sense does not make any sense in that sentence. Exactly. Not any person. Guys, that is grammatically impossible to say that, right? Yeah, well, okay, so you think tricky. about the context, right? Think about the meaning. If you want to say no one can do it, right? Sure, then you can say not any person can do this because that means no one to say not any person. Though, keep in mind, that's that sounds kind of unnatural, right? Grammatically, yeah, that's I would correct. never say that. That means no one, but we don't, we just don't really say it that way. We would say no one or nobody. Nobody can do that, right? But yeah, likely, I think, yeah, that's not the context you're going for, right? What you actually mean is not everyone can do this. Not every person can handle this. I would say like these two quantifiers are so tricky. Just on the exam, guys, play it safe. And for any, just use it with like anyone, anybody, like that's, that's safe, yeah, right? Like anybody mm -hmm. could do it or not just anybody could do it. Like that's, that's fine. That's always going to be correct. But every is like you're, that's, that's like an extreme judgment. Like every single person, like everything, like, right? Like that's not as common, I would say. So make sure guys that you understand the meaning of what you're trying to convey and you choose the correct quantifier. Okay. Woo. That was know, a right? lot. Yes. You can see why students make these mistakes. Totally. Because, yeah, you see exactly why, oh, I see why they're making this mistake because sometimes it does mean that and the context will throw you off. If you don't use it correctly, suddenly your grammar score is going down or your vocabulary score is going down. The meaning is changed. Right. Guys, so ultimately, don't take risks on the exam, right? 
Luckily, you have learned four mistakes that you will not make now. So that's fantastic. But remember, on test day, guys, don't take risks with grammar you're unsure of. If you're not sure if it's any or every, paraphrase. Find a different way to say it and don't Mm -hmm. use either of those words, right? (laughs) Don't take risks with grammar and vocab on your exam. Okay, awesome. Aubrey, thank you for sharing these mistakes that you've seen in so many essays lately. Yes, I think this is going to be really helpful for students. Think about, evaluate your writing. Look now when you're proofreading, glance for these when you're practicing and see if there's a chance that you make these errors a lot and haven't noticed. And I'm going to put in a plug for our essays because students will send essays for feedback and they don't realize they're making these mistakes. Unless they got feedback from an expert, they never would have known they're making these mistakes, guys. So we have right now a package for unlimited essays. Email Jessica if you're interested or you can just get feedback on one or two essays if that's what you need. So let us know. We would love to be able to help you because sometimes you have to get feedback to be able to improve your writing score. Yeah, exactly. A lot of these mistakes, non-natives just wouldn't be aware of. Even I would say some natives wouldn't be aware of these mistakes. Um, So guys, if you are a Three Key student and you're interested in writing feedback, scores, and advice, send me an email, jessica at allearsenglish.com. But remember, it's only open to Three Keys students. Okay, awesome. Aubrey, thank you so much for sharing these uh, words of wisdom today. No problem. (laughs) All right, right. see you next week. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.